Blog Talk Radio. Greetings all and welcome to Getting Lizzy. It is Monday, July 2nd. Join us every Monday night for a little loopy fun. If you are listening live, I do apologize for the late start tonight. We're having all kinds of chaos going on here with the technical, but I'm going to hope that our guest is still holding. Um, So what's going on? I haven't been on the last couple of weeks just because I have had a terrible time flying Everything has been a mess. I uh, was delayed getting out of Cleveland um, after TNNA. I was trying to get home from Cleveland, and I wound up spending another 24 hours there. And then I was home for a hot minute, and then I went to Houston, and I was delayed out of Houston, and I didn't get home until 1230. And here we are trying to get back on schedule, and I am having technical difficulties. But um, I believe... Our guest is still hanging tight. So if you are listening live, uh, one of the things that's going to happen at 9.45, the, um, the show will turn off live. But if you're listening on iTunes, of course, or on any of the other um, platforms, then you will get the whole episode as it goes. So hang on two seconds, and uh, let's see if I can get Karen on the line. Karen, I'm trying desperately. Are you I'm there? here. Yeah, I'm here. Yay. The patience of a saint, man. I've been jacking around with this tech for half an hour. Poor Karen is sending me emails like, are you still there? It's like, I'm here. I swear I'm here. Oh. I'm telling you, I know okay. that's not in retrograde, but holy crap have I had a month of it. So uh, Tamara from Moogly Blog has said the travel gods have, I have angered the travel gods, but apparently it's anything to do with scheduling. But regardless, Karen Holy, welcome to the show. It's been 10 years or so since you were on. It seems like it's been that long. I'm excited to be back. So um, I know that there are lots of things going in your life that you want to talk about, but I'm specifically excited to talk about your new book, which is Coastal Crochet. And um, this is a book that you have published yourself, yes? Yes, I have. And I'm really having fun with self-publishing. I was just going to say, now what, what is the difference? Well, first off, let's talk about the book. So the book is 12 patterns, right? 12 patterns, yes. Okay. Well, and they're talk. all... <laughs> you want me to talk? Okay. Um they're all based on my love of the ocean and the coast, um, and more specifically, the west coast of the United States. Um, that's where I grew up. That's where I still live, and it's, it's home. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice here. Um, so all 12 patterns were designed specifically, I mean, you can wear them other, way, other places too, but They're in lace and fingering weight yarns so that, you know, first of all, things aren't bulky. Crocheted sweaters are bulky, usually, and anything thicker than a DK weight. So, you know, on the coast, I like to wear something lightweight. But they're also, everything is kind of um, geared towards wearing it on the coast. Mm -hmm. And the photographs that were shot on the coast, yes? Yeah, did you do the photos yourself? I said we were shot on the photographs mm-hmm. were done on the coast, yeah? 
Yeah, well, they were actually, it's kind of funny, they were supposed to be done on the coast. I didn't do the photographs. Um, I have Ann Podolsack, who is, um, she's Wooly Wonka Yarns, if you've ever heard of those yarns. Um, she's also mm-hmm. a photographer, and so she shot them actually in New Mexico, where she lives, on a lake. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but we, have, the, we have our water. She, Right. <laughs> yes. We well, she was. She and I were going to try to get together here on the West Coast when she was out for Stitches West, and it just didn't work out. And so um, we just decided to go with it. But she did a great job making it look like the coast. Oh, you guys! I have seen the book. The book is gorgeous. I uh, just am really delighted by it, and I think um, it's different than a lot of things that you have done in the past, Karen, and I feel like, I mean, one of the things I wanted to talk about is why you were led towards uh, independent publishing after how many books have you written for, you know, Leisure Arts and Annie's and and the other more traditional publishers? You've done a lot, like more than a dozen, right? Yeah, I, this, this is, if you can include all of the little books I've done, um, this is book number 21. Right, so is this the first one that you have published independently? No. Um, last year, when you weren't around, <laughs> I was getting lucky, um, I did A Garden of Shawls, but that was my first one. It was A Garden of Shawls, and it was released April of 2017, and it was mm-hmm. a huge hit from the get-go. I mean, I had so much fun with it, first of all, designing all these these shawls, and then going mm-hmm. through the process, you know, working with the tech editor, working with a photographer, working with a graphic artist to do the layouts, um, having them printed, doing all the marketing. I had the best time doing it that I'm kind of addicted to this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, so I knew as soon as I finished that book, even though I hadn't even got it out in the market, that I wanted to do another one. So um, I waited for, well, for a garden of salt to do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I just said it's interesting to me because one of the reasons certain – you know, we talk about business topics on the show all the time, and I, I keep coming back to different things for different people, you know. And it's interesting to mm-hmm. me um, some people really thrive on having their finger in every slice of the pie, and some people really don't. And it seems to me like this having the control – and having your voice be the most important voice, which it is not always in traditional publishing. The author is not always the most important voice in the room, even you, though you would think that that's how that goes. Um, exactly. So it's interesting to me that this, this has really resonated with you so much. The other thing I wanted to talk about that I think is interesting, a lot of people have independently published um, e-books or digital download collections and called them books and whatnot, but you are actually offering print copies in addition to the digital copies. And what led you to wanting, I mean, everybody in publishing is screaming that nobody's buying paper copies anymore, but here you are focusing on, well, not solely focusing, but having a focus on the paper copies. Um, what, What did that mean to you? Why was it important to you that that was what you wanted to do? Well, I'm glad you asked that because that was one of the things that when I did my first book, um, I I really thought really long and hard about what's going on. And I finally decided, I think the biggest thing that pushed me to do books, to print books, 
was that I did a survey with my, my tribe, my newsletter list, and uh-huh. more than 70%, more than 70% of those people said that they wanted print and ebooks. They wanted a print book. <laughs> they like to have the book in front of them. They like to be able to open it and have something physical they can stick in their bag or something like that. So um, it was important to me to do the book and offer, like right now, I'm in the pre-sales. So if you order the print book, you get the uh, Ravelry download for free. Um, you'll have mm-hmm. a code when you get your book that you can go ahead and download it so that you can have both copies. And a lot of people did tell me, um, I want to say it was like, I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say it was 49 or 51% maybe wanted mm-hmm. both, you know, the option to have both. Right. So um, that's why I did it that way. And now with mm-hmm. print on demand, um, you know, to print books, it's relatively inexpensive to get the books printed and and in the hands of your customers, and I can order them, you know, anytime I need more copies. So it's right. always, it's not like traditional publishing where everything goes um, out of print at some point because they don't want to put the money out to print right. another, you know, 1,000 copies. I can order as few as, you know, one copy if I want to at the same price as mm-hmm. if I order 10 cases. So right, all right. So I'm assuming you're getting them printed domestically. You're not getting a container load from China. <laughs> no, gosh, no, 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 no. Now, actually, oh, I'm actually working with um, Ingram. Oh, uh, yeah, no, but I have no, <laughs> I have no room for that. <laughs> um, my kids still have rooms in the house, so <laughs> I have no room to put boxes. Right. So I um I use Ingram Spark, which um. What I like about them is that not only do they print the books, but they also put them on, you know, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, um, Kobo. So any, you know, without extra cost for me. The only one I do myself is Amazon because Amazon and I have that relationship. But right, I can put them. They they just get them out into the into the um, the market there for me. So you're in pre-sale right now. When is the official publication date? The official on-sale date is July 10th. Okay. And so, so that's soon, yeah, you guys. So it's available. July 2nd right now. <laughs> yeah. Get, get in on the pre-sale. <laughs> um, before we get too much farther yeah. along, um, tell people where they should, you know, give them your website and all that kind of stuff. Where should be people looking right now to take advantage of the pre-sale? If you're if you're wanting to order, pre-order the book, um, one of the things I am offering with the, with the book too is there's a special goodie bag for the first 100 orders, and they still have a few left. So if you're really interested, um, the goodie bag is going to include mini schemes of yarn from and goodie bags, yeah, goodie bags from um, Anzula, um, yeah, mini skeins of yarn from Anzula, and I had a custom stitch marker made that's going to be in there, and then there's a coupon from one of the yarn companies who is giving discounts on the yarn that are that's used in the book. So um, if you order by um, July 6th or when they run out, mm-hmm. and you can get that at karenhooley.com, K-A-R-E-N. Spell it, please. K-A-R-E-N-W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.com. And if you order from my website, that's the only way you can get the goodie bag. And you'll get oh, okay. the print book and and the free um, 
and the free uh, digital download. Digital the download. only way you can do that is from me or if your your local yarn shop um, wholesales them, they'll also have the the digital download in them. Well, that was going to be my next question. Will it be available to local yarn stores if they want to purchase them wholesale and sell them? Is that can people go to their yarn that store is, and get them as well? I understand not the goodie bag. Thank Moving forward, in case yeah. you're not listening to this until August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you can't get them it through your local yarn shop. Um, if you have any, you know, shops listening to this, um, Deep South Fibers is my wholesale distributor. And they mm-hmm. are actually, they've already got books right now. And they emailed me last week and said, we need to start shipping these because people are asking for them. So, I, so there's going to be shops. I don't know which shops. They don't tell me which shops ordered. I do know some here locally in Washington already have them or have already ordered them because they've told me they have, but I don't know outside of Washington who's ordered. Sure, but if you want to support your local yarn store as well as supporting Karen, then go to your yarn store because... If they order one for exactly. you, they might order one from the other crocheters that shop there. And, you know, we got to support, support the crochet books as they come out. Um, so Absolutely. let's talk and a little bit about the yarn. I know people are afraid of yarn substitution sometimes, but I did notice you had kind of a broad range, but it seems like mostly independent yarns on there. Was, a, was there something you were looking for in addition to the weight? Was it color or was it just people we know and love from going to the trade shows? How did you select the yarns that you used in the book? Um, well, it's a couple reasons. Um, part of it is definitely color, you know, and looking for a particular type of drape and that kind of thing. But then um, I'm my favorite yarns are fingering and lace weight. I know a lot of people cringe when they hear that, but those are my favorite. And they're really hard to find outside of independent designers. I mean, there's a few larger companies that might have them, but um, that's one of the reasons why I picked it is because um, those are my my go-to weights. But then the other thing is is I'm a small business. Indie Yarn Diaries are small businesses. So, you know, I think we should support each other in that respect as well. And several of the yarn companies, I know them, um, like Wooly Wonka Fibers, um, she's my photographer, but she also is a yarn dyer. So, of course, I'm going to use her yarns, um, and I love her yarns, so I just wanted to give her a little plug there. And there's a couple other yarn companies that are in there that I have been doing designs for for years that are just little indies, and um, I love their yarns, so that's where I pick how I pick them. But colors well, the other huge, thing I wanna, especially I, when I, I have I a theme like this. Right. Well, I was discussing it with a couple of people at TNNA, which was last week. Um, The other thing, I think there are a lot of crocheters, while they may be originally hesitant to go towards the indie dyers because of sticker shock, if you're buying your yarn at Joann's or at Michael's with a 40% off coupon, then some of the indie dye prices can see prohibitive. They're not overpriced for what you're getting, but it can be sticker shock if you're moving from you know, a a chain yarn to an indie yarn. One of the things I love about encouraging people who are new to sampling yarns from indie dyers to use the lace weight or to use the fingering weight is you get a lot of bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of yardage on the lace weight skein. 
There's a fair amount of yardage on a fingering weight skein. So you can do a project with one or two or three skeins. So instead of going, mm-hmm. you know, I'm used to paying $6 a skein and this is $40 a skein, but instead of going, I'm paying $40 for a skein, you can say I'm paying $40 for this garment. I'm paying $40 for this shawl. Right. And then the right. value is, is, I think it's easier for people who are making the transition from, your, from big box yarn to indie yarn, you know, splurge on the $32 skein of lace weight. It has 800 yards or 900 yards or 1,200 yards or whatever it is. You can get a whole project out of that. And so exactly. you're doing it all. You're supporting the indie designer. You're supporting the indie yarn company. But you're also not blowing your budget to the point where it would have a negative impact on the rest of your life. Right. So I, I, like, I love um, that it's the lighter an- weight. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing too is I was talking to another designer about this, is that if you if you calculate your cost per yard versus a box store yarn, you're not right. that much more per yard. I mean, one of the skeins of yarn that I used in here was over fourteen hundred yards, and I think mm-hmm. she, I think she charges. I want to say she's she's like forty dollars for. But right. fourteen hundred, can you you can't get fourteen hundred yards in a in a box store yarn usually. Right. So um, Karen, always, so always, you know, you know, gonna, do that. Gonna, yeah, it's going to say the show's ending, but don't worry about it. We'll just go over until we're done talking. And again, um, those of you who are listening live, I apologize. You can either call in to the number. Um, on your screen and listen in as we're talking or again if you're listening on iTunes or Google Play you will get the whole episode uninterrupted and once again I apologize for my technical lapse it's just been that kind of a week (laughs) um, (laughs) poor Karen the the, uh, blog talk radio British lady is telling us the show's ending but it won't end until I hit the button Karen so we're good okay Um, so, so all right, so they're going to go to KarenHoley.com. The other thing, and I didn't prepare you for this question, so you can answer it or not answer it. One of the things that has interested me about your very long and very prolific career is watching you rebrand because you were Crochet Legacy when I first met you, mm-hmm. and then you were KRW Knitwear, and now you're Karen Hooley. And, again, one of the things I think designers talk about yarn stores, so, you know, because TNNA was last weekend, because I've been on a wild and crazy teaching tour and talking to a lot of aspiring designers, we always talk about branding. And um, can you speak a little bit about why you came back to using your name instead of a business name? Because I think that is a question a lot of designers put a lot of thought to at the beginning. You know what I mean? I always say, had right. I realized that nobody was going to care about Hook for Life, I would have just been MaryBethTemple.com from the beginning. Um, now that I've had Hooked for Life for 10 years, I'm sort of afraid to get rid of it. But um, <laughs> I always tell people when they are beginning their journey as publishers, as curators of independent design lines, to really think about do they want to use their own name or do they want to use a brand name. And you're somebody that I know has gone through two major rebrandings in the 20 years that mm-hmm. I've known you. So. Um, I just yeah. if you could speak a little bit about why you chose to do it and why you came back to your name. I think that would be a really interesting topic. Sure. Um, well, I mean, I, I know I just put very... you on the spot, and I'm sorry, but it, you know, it no, me. I get I, I get asked this a lot. Um, 
My my original name, Crochet Legacy, um, started in 1998. So this is my 20th year in the industry, which I'm really excited mm-hmm. about. Um, but well, congratulations! That's a very that long time. <laughs> it is a long time, especially in this industry. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, right. Anyway, so the reason I I chose that name is because at that time I was pretty much just a blog. I was on, you know, um, Crochet Partners Forum back then. Some people might remember Crochet Partners. I don't even know if it's still around. But um, basically what I was doing was I was just posting my projects. And so Crochet Legacy was because my grandmother taught me to crochet, so I was her legacy in crochet. Kind of that was the kind of thing about it. Um, And then in 2010, I well, I started selling designs in um, 19 or yeah, 1998, um, and mm-hmm. then in 2010, I I've been I was asked to start designing in knit, and right. I um, thought Crochet Legacy is not a name <laughs> for someone who's going to do some knit designs, so I okay. rebranded to KRW because at that time I was known as Karen Ratto Hooli. I put my maiden name in there. Right, and then um, so that I was doing some knit designs and and crochet designs, but a lot of my crocheters were mad at me because I had knitwear and there was no crochet left in there, and you know there was a whole, yeah. whole, whole the whole gamut of you know opinions, and but um, then when I decided to switch to my name, mainly it was because I had um, I was going to redo all of my templates for my independent pattern line, and I was going to be pulling <laughs> some of my old patterns out of my my inventory and either remake them or archive them because they were just not right. they're not trendy anymore. They're not you know the yarns weren't available, or whatever. I was just the yarns been just for twelve years. I'm in the middle of that myself. <laughs> oh, it's such oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. In the butt, in the butt, you know, it's worth it in the end, but oh my gosh. Um, well, and not everything, so you know, we say in the antique business, just because it's old doesn't mean it's good. And I feel the same way about I look yeah. at some of my older patterns and go, well, that is worth updating a new yarn and getting some new photos and getting this out there so I can get some love. And some of you are like, what was I thinking? <laughs> now that I've 
switch to Karen Hooley and just straight Karen Hooley is mm-hmm. that uh, it's brand recognition. People know my name. I've been in the industry long enough that people know Karen Hooley. They know my design well, from magazines. If you're going to teach as much as you do, because you teach a ton, when you take yeah. a class with you or me or somebody like that, you don't take a class from KRW Knitwear or Hooked for Life. You take a class from Karen Hooley or Mary Beth Temple or Melissa Leitman or whoever it is. Exactly. So I, exactly. I think for a lot of people, if they're going to bring teaching into their um, income stream, you almost have to go with your name because um, unless the, you know, um, unless the company brochure is going to say this class is being taught by, you know, Hooked for Life then they don't write. You know, you're not getting any juice to your published work if they if they are not associating your brand name with your personal name, particularly if you're going to teach as much as you do. Speaking of which, right. you will be exactly. at CCOA this summer. Let's, let's I will. For that too. What, are you, yes. what are you teaching? Anything new and exciting? I'm actually teaching... Um, is it two two brand new classes or no one brand new class and four classes that have I haven't taught in a while so I'm really kind of excited mm-hmm. to bring them back. Um, the yeah, new it's class like is new at that point, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the new class is called Shawl Shapes and it's actually almost sold out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's it's my my look at how I design shawls. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. like the the triangle and the circular or half circle and the crescent, and I'm going to teach mm-hmm. the way I develop the, develop my my shawls. And I'm going to teach both, both all three of those subjects um, from top down and from bottom up. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody, really I'm really excited. You're an aspiring designer, or you just like to doodle around and design your own stuff? Because honestly. There's, you know, 100,000 patterns on Ravelry, but sometimes you pull that skein of yarn out of the stash and go, I still don't see exactly what I want. So um, if you guys are going to CGOA Portland in July, which I hope you're going, and you're interested in this class, jump on it, because Karen just said there were not so many seats left. So that one in particular sounds yeah, interesting to you. And if you were going to do it, then, yeah. then get them now before it's completely sold out. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'm teaching two Tunisian. Yeah, I'm teaching two Tunisian classes. One is um, one is almost sold out. Also, it's called um, short roll. It's a uh, Tunisian knit. Uh, t- can't talk. Tunisian <laughs> short row scarf. <laughs> it's a it's a tongue twister for me for some reason. Tunisian short row scarf, and oh, we're going to learn how to do short short rows but while we're making a scarf. And what's really exciting about this class is that it's sponsored by both Clover and uh, Universal Yarns. Mm-hmm. So I don't have very many seats left in this one, but everybody who comes to class gets a skinny yarn from um, Universal and a crochet hook or a Tunisian hook from Clover. Plus, Clover has given me um, a full interchangeable set to give away in that class. Actually, in both of my oh, Tunisian classes. Both. So, so if you're interested in that, definitely take that class. The other Tunisian class is Tunisian Entrelac. And um, I know a lot. there are a lot of people teach Entrelac, but they don't teach it the way I teach it. <laughs> I teach yeah, it with a no, knit I stitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and I teach no, it with a knit stitch, and I also teach it so that the squares 
turn just like you, they do in knitting, you know, so they're not, all the stitches mm-hmm. aren't going all the same direction. Mm-hmm. So it, that oh, one also I gets you. I teach it in simple stitch. So that is interesting. I, are you Yeah, so I make my. Call for Tunisian classes. Are you, or Tunisian patterns? Um, Vashti was on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about you know, search terms were up on Tunisian, and I find at the shows I'm teaching, you know, I used to teach Tunisian basics and one other Tunisian, and now I, I'm going to conferences and I'm teaching three and four Tunisian classes. Are you seeing yeah, an turn in demand for that? Yes, yes, actually I am, and I think I only have one Tunisian pattern out there right now because I'm redoing some of my old Tunisian patterns, and and that one's selling, and so it's like, Okay. <laughs> I don't know where this Tunisian uptick has happened, but it's it's happening. People are getting really it, interested yeah, in it. Yeah, it's absolutely and, happening. And I'll finish teaching class and people are like, do you have any Tunisian patterns I can buy? I'm like, I have two. <laughs> I should maybe yeah. get on that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I have a few I'm more. Didn't see this one. You would know the things as well. Yes, I am. In fact, um, I know Darla Fanton's got her Tunisian classes at, at CGOA as well, and I I know that those always sell. But yeah, I think she's got one that's sold out too. So, so there's quite a few Tunisian classes here. If anybody's interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, will your books be yeah. available anywhere at CGOA for the attendees? Or is there some place they can buy them? Are they going to be in one of the booths? Yes, I haven't really announced it yet, but I will be. Um, oh, sorry. The, 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 uh, that's okay. No, no, no. I was planning on uh, letting people know this week anyway. Um, that I will be, or the books will be available in the Inner Yarn Zen, which is another indie dyer. Um, she is going to have a booth in the market, and um, she and I'll talk about. She and I are doing something special for CGOA in my 40, 20th anniversary, so I'll talk about that later. But. I'm going to have my books in there, and when I'm not teaching classes, I will be in the booth signing books, signing patterns, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. and who is that? Say yeah. that again, please. It's the name inner of yarn zen. Yeah, inner yarn zen. Oh, I like that. Okay. So good. So yeah, people she's got who are some great yarns. If they get blocked out of your classes or, you know, they're just doing a marketplace day, they'll be able to find your book. So that's pretty cool, too. But once again, you guys, if right. you want the goodie bag, you need to jump on it. You need to go to KarenHooley.com and grab it now because there's only a few more days for those goodie bags. And, and that sounds really cool. If you haven't worked with Anzula Yarns, A-N-Z-U-L-A, um, I'm a big fan of those yarns as well. So grabbing a mini skein of that is going to be a very life-changing event for a lot of you. So if you want to... Get that goodie bag. Jump on it right now and go get it before they're gone because that's a limited edition item. Yeah, and there's there's they're giving me one skein, one mini skein of Milky Way and one mini skein of um, Cloud for every every person who is in the first 100. So get two skeins to play with. So. And again, I I love Anzola. They feel amazing. They crochet up beautifully. And again, it's you know we talk about this on the show all the time. But if I get a choice of who I want to work with, I want to work with a company like Sabrina Samella, who who owns yes. Anzola, who puts her money where her mouth is, who brings jobs into her community, who hires people that maybe can't get work anywhere else, who. 
you know, she bought a building recently and she's trying to, like I said, put her money where her mouth is. The company headquarters is in Fresno, California, but Sabrina has done amazing work trying to make sure that as her company grows, she is putting back into the community where the company lives. And I, I'm impressed by her I on a multitude of levels. Not just because she's wonderful, you know, she's a fun human being and her yarn's good, but, you know, the amount of effort that she puts in to make sure that Anzula is a good member of the community in which it is based. I'm really impressed by yeah. that. She does a lot of trunk shows around the country, you guys, so if you're interested in Anzula yarns, if uh, they're doing a trunk show at a store near you because she does that quite frequently. She's on the road and she'll bring um, samples to uh, local yarn stores for a limited time. They might have some on the shelves, but she'll bring something interesting and wonderful and unique um, at certain times on certain days and certain stores. And you can go in there and sort of talk to her and see it all and, and get your hands on it and really see what, what there is that's cool. But uh, that's really, I think it's really wonderful that Anzul is in that special bonus bag yeah. because I think that's going to open a lot of people's minds to some really cool dyed yarn. Yeah. So what else are you doing? I, I'll like mention the book and the teaching and the... <laughs> I'm, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm doing, I'm trying to get teach a little more locally because you know how you tend to teach everywhere else and at home nobody knows who you are kind of thing. So I've been yeah. working on getting some I'm classes. suffering through that in <laughs> North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. People are like, where do you teach in Wilmington? Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I get people who ask me that, and I'm like, I'm not teaching locally right now. So I'm, getting, okay. I'm working on that. Um, just what, If anybody is local to me in, in – um, the Pacific Northwest and the Puget Sound area. Keep watching my website for that. Um, I'm also um, I'm still in the process of revamping some of my patterns, so those are slowly rolling out. But I'm also <laughs> committed myself to release a single pattern every single month, whether okay. it's a new release, or, it's either a new release or a um, a re-release. So this month I'm actually, and that's what I was going to say I was going to talk about. This month, um, Inner Yarns and I um, are putting together actually a kit for my 20th anniversary. And um, I'm not going to, and so it's going to be actually launched at the market preview on, at CGOA. Um, so the, whoever's attending CGOA will get the first look at the kit and can buy it right there on the spot, that kind of thing. But then on Friday the 27th, I will be opening up um, pre-orders on my website because I'll still be in Portland at that time to order the kit. So that's and I'll be bringing Friday, July, July 27th. July 27th. Well, just because people listen later, I just want to – I like to be really – Stupidly clear about yeah. dates. No, the, no, and I'm glad you said that because I five years later and go, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No. So this pattern is only going to be available in a kit through the end of the year, and then eventually okay. I'll release the pattern by itself. But the um, in, uh, inner yarn zen does, um, and I developed the color for the yarn. It's a gradient. I will tell you that much. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And um, it's Can a one skein pattern. Can you tell what the pattern is, or is that a secret? 
Can it's I tell okay you what? It's a secret. Can you tell us if it's like a shawl no, or a I, garment or too early? It's. I'll, I'll tell you it's an accessory because it's one one skein project. But that's that all I'm going to say for right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, that's really exciting. Um, I've never had been able to d- you know develop my own colorway before. And this was so much fun, just, you know. So that's I can't, happening. I can't and it even is where you would begin, you know, with so many colors in the world. I just don't know where I would start, you know. I know. Well, I had kind of a vision of what I wanted it to be, but I didn't know exactly what colors to throw in there. And so I mm-hmm. kind of gave her the the feel of what I was looking for. And then she would dye something and then send me pictures. And then I'd say, okay, I like this, but I don't like that. And we tweak it a couple times, and and it's amazing. What it's That's another reason why I like working with indie, indie dyers, because they're willing to, I mean, they just try all these different things and make some cool, cool yarns out there or cool colors. Well, I so also think... What, you know, you're going to get, if you if you have, as a designer, if you have input into the colorway of the yarn, I think it's really cool that you are executing every aspect of your vision. It's not like, well, here's this thing that I see in my head, and here's the stitch pattern, and now I'm going to have to go through 20,000 different companies to find the yarn that gives me exactly. 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 So that's, that's one of the exciting little things that's happening. Um, I don't know what else is going on. Um, I, my both my kids are in college now since the last time I was on the show, so oh, I'm an empty nester. <laughs> well, that's why you're being so prolific and going back through your old stuff and you know writing books and stuff. You have uh, oh, yeah. you, you let you're spending yeah. less time being the mom taxi, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wrote the first book was because I thought, I God, I gotta have something in in place that will keep me busy so I won't think about the two empty bedrooms in the house. And it really worked. <laughs> I got through, I got through gas again going to college. <laughs> so, oh, that is so cool yeah, though. And so, all the, you know, Katie went to TNNA last year and people were blown away because in her mind, uh, but I was teaching in Dallas. Uh, no, I was, but that's not my story. I was teaching in Houston this last weekend, and somebody came up to me and said, hey, how's little Loopy? I'm like, she's 21. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Nothing little about her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny, too. And We were at a wedding this weekend, and my sister-in-law looks at my son, who's almost 22, and goes, you can't have alcohol. And he goes, yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so As a like, nobody can believe my kids are you know Cassie will be 20 um, in a few days actually she she was um, she's July 9th and originally the book was going to be released on July 9th but I decided to give her her birthday for <laughs> herself and launching the book the next day <laughs> well that was very kind of you mother <laughs> um Katie actually just got here today. She's visiting for me for the next couple of weeks. And I said, oh, by the way, I need you to model a couple of shawls before you go home. She's like, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> hey, of course you do. <laughs> well, you know. I, it's, when they're it's, home. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, you want to do chores? Or you want to model? <laughs> you know? But it is funny exactly. to look back on some of our older patterns and see our, our girls be so so young. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, I know. 
it's amazing how fast it goes. One more thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to blow because we're we're <laughs> we're way past schedule because we started so late. Um, but talk to me a little bit about your newsletter because um, you did mention. I know that um, uh, we talk all the time about how some of us are less social media minded than some of our colleagues. Is the newsletter the best way for people to get involved with you on a digital level? And can they, can they My just go carefully? Yeah, they can go to karenhooley.com, and on the front page, I have um, a sign-up form. Or, you know, eventually you'll get a pop-up if if you don't go there. Or there, I think, I believe I still have a link, too, to my newsletter. I can't mm-hmm. remember if I still have that or not. Um, if not, um, it, it, you'll find it somewhere on my website. It's always on the front page, <laughs> though. I can say that for sure. Um, my newsletter is my best way to to keep in touch with me because I do send one out every Friday. And then my newsletter subscribers always get 35% off all new releases. Oh, now that is a significant discount, you guys. So um, I would definitely – and since Karen has just promised us in the world that she's going to put a new pattern or reboot out every month, I think that 35% off a new release is a fine, fine thing to get. Yeah, so, um, is, I, I and would, yes. while you're on and you're putting your pre-order for the book, sign up for the newsletter while you're there because it sounds like, uh, in addition to interesting content, it sounds like it's definitely financially worth your while to uh, get those coupons oh, yeah. on a free newsletter. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> yeah, my newsletter is the only people who get a coupon except for when I do a sale, and I'm only doing sales now on um, Cyber Saturday that weekend. So um, I don't do sales anymore. So if you want discounts, pardon me. Yeah. I said, and that's not until November. So that's not until people November. Keep, so yeah. Right. People have so, to get and on. then I'm also on. Yeah. And I'm also on Instagram. Instagram's my favorite mm-hmm. right now. I don't know why. I think it's because it's so visual. Um, mm-hmm. And you can find me at just Karen Hooley, all one word, on Instagram. Okay. All right. And then I, I do I do have a Facebook page. Um it's Karen Hooley Official. Okay. I couldn't. And then I'm also on Ravelry. I have a I have Karen Hooley Street Team on Ravelry. Mm-hmm. They have a group there. Right. And I'm just now starting a YouTube channel. And it's oh, I believe it's, cool. it's just Karen. It's just Karen now Hooley. starting to only all my old friends want to learn how to crochet, and they're all asking me how to do it, so I'm making them videos. I said I might as well put them up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. I'm telling you, all these conferences and bloggers and things that I've been going to this year, all everybody's talking about is video. I'm Now that I'm home, yeah. <laughs> home for six consecutive weeks, I'm trying to do a little effort on my own, but um, that's really cool that you'll get some video stuff up too because everybody seems to be grooving on that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, this summer I'm kind of not doing it because my kids are home and it's they laugh at me right. when I'm doing stuff like this. But um, <laughs> probably in the fall you start seeing a lot more video going up. So, Well, that's very cool. Well, is there anything else you want to get out to the listeners before we hang up? Because believe it or not, we did, we did get our 40 minutes in. <laughs> I think we covered pretty much everything that was, since the last time I was on the show. So, yeah. 
All right. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited you. you had me back. Well, always. And thank you so much for your patience during the technical drama. Um, if you've been listening to Getty's Loopy 2.0 since April, you know, I don't know why the tech hates me in 2018, but it does. And so everything I have planned has been a disaster, but we muddle through. So <laughs> I really do appreciate your patience. Poor Karen's emailing going, where are you? I'm like, I'm trying. Give me a minute. <laughs> I appreciate you. I'm happy to have you on. I'm so excited. And you guys, I have seen Coastal Crochet. I've seen the digital download, and it is beautiful. Hey, are the projects up on Ravelry yet so people can look at the projects? Yes, all the projects are on Ravelry, and I actually on my website, too, in my news section, um, there's um, a blog post every um, on every single pattern individually. Perfect. So I talk about the pattern, what yarns are in it, and all the sizing and everything. So That's so really cool. Want to check out more. So, all yeah. right, my darling, I'm going to hang up on you. Good luck at CJOA. Go grab those last seats, you guys. I'm going to say goodnight to the people, but Karen, I'm going to hang up on you. Thank you so much for your patience. I really do appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right, I'm trying to hang up on you without ending the show. Let's see how I do. Okay. So, you guys, thank you for your patience, as well as Karen for her patience. Um, again, if you're listening on iTunes, there's no problem, or Google Play, or any of those, uh, Stitcher, any of the other cool places that we are available, you will have gotten the episode in its entirety, but I am sorry if you were listening live and got cut off, but really it was me. It was not Karen's fault. It was totally my fault. So, Karen Holy, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.com. Check out her new book, Coastal Crochet. And don't forget to snatch up one of those goodie bags with a pre-order before July 6th, 2018. And, of course, you can sign up for her newsletter for coupons and some other cool information. You can see her at the Crochet Guild of America show in Portland, which is in just weeks away. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Please go to hookforlifepublishing.com slash blog. I have been updating that. Um, Please, 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 if you're buying something on Amazon, please click the Amazon link and go to Amazon through the Hook for Life page. It gives us a couple of quarters back here on Getting Loopy. You guys used to be really good at it, and I'm starting to see sales trickle in. I think we made $3 last month. But, you know, we're in the premium spot, and it costs money. So I do appreciate it when you click on ads on the blog, any of the ads. But I know particularly the Amazon is an easy thing to do, and um, I, I really do appreciate that. It helps us uh, keep things moving. Here at gettingloopy.com. I am home for the summer, y'all. My next trip is the Lancaster Fiber Festival in August. So go to lancasterfiberfestival.com and check that out. I'll be there. Tamara Kelly is coming, uh, representing Red Heart, and she will have some make and takes on the show floor. Um, I'll be teaching. Melissa Leitman's teaching. Heather Zapetti's teaching. Charles Voth is teaching. Jesse Rayot is teaching. So um, it's a first-time show. And it's inclusive of crochet and knitting and sewing and quilting and paper craft. So um, guarantee there's something there that you want to do. Um, so please consider supporting this first-time show if you can. So that's all that's going on here. I promise to sit my butt at home for the next six weeks and actually get things done. So I'm signing off for tonight. We'll see you next week. Thanks for stopping in. Good night.